All right, you got two basketball coaches. Biden, he's old, but he hid himself away in a basement. He did what he had to do. And then Coach Trump, he's crazy, and he thinks yelling at the refs is a good idea. So that's what's coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. So I have some more thoughts on whether or not the election was stolen from Trump. So first, there's this kind of funny thing where it's hard to keep the timeline straight in one's head. Like I was listening to some Trump deranged individual and I think they were saying, you know, Trump shouldn't have won that election because he's an election denier. And I'm like, yeah, but then I'm like, you know, he's only, he only became an election denier after he lost. So, you know, you didn't know he was an election denier until he lost. I mean, Trump wasn't that good of a president or that bad. He was, he was kind of a, in my opinion, really a nothing burger, but... We only know after the fact that he shouldn't be president, basically. Anyone who's stupid enough to make up a whole scenario in their mind where people were stealing like actual votes, like ballots, ballots and votes and blah, blah. Well, anyways, that's disqualifying for me. That's way too stupid. I mean, I didn't support him a bunch before, but anyways, that's just too stupid. You need to understand how things work in reality, and he doesn't. But a quick recap of how the election maybe was stolen was in 2019, the FBI went to the laptop repair store, copied all the hard drives from Hunter Biden's laptop. They knew it was real as hell. And then the FBI went to all the social media companies, Facebook, I mean, we don't know, we don't have the internal emails, but we do know this. They went to Facebook, they went to Google, they went to Twitter, they went to everyone. And they said some Russian disinformation involving Hunter Biden's laptop is coming down the pipeline. We want you to censor it, basically. So the FBI knew it was true, and they went and said, everyone, do not spread this story because it'll make Biden look bad and it might swing the election. And so we don't know yet. Like, is that the only thing the FBI told this, all the giant corporations that rule the inform information sphere, the ecosphere? I mean, I don't have the poll numbers in front of me, but like something like, you know, 80% of people under 40 get their news from Facebook. So if you can get Facebook to put out a lie by omission of whatever story you want, I mean, boom, that's huge. I and mean, that is controlling a huge amount of the information that is in the minds of the American public, which is then controls how they vote. So I want to make an analogy with... The election being like a NBA basketball game. And so you don't need to know sports, but one thing you should know is like a, a normal score for an NBA basketball game would be something like 100 to 101. And then the team that got 101, they're the winner. And you know, one team could be ahead, the other team's ahead. It goes back and forth, back and forth for the whole game. But then when they, you know, at the end, the, the buzzer sounds, the game is over, and whoever has more points wins. So the 101 person wins over the 100 if they have that score at the buzzer. And so you got the two teams, but also involved in the game are the referees. And, you know, referees are only human. I mean, they're always making mistakes. I wouldn't say constantly making mistakes, but they, they, you know, every game or every few games, a referee is going to make a mistake. It's just, it's not possible to do things perfectly. In the old days, you didn't have like the instant replay and all on film but now you know now we can go back and see oh that referee ma referee made the wrong call you know maybe he didn't see it or maybe he had the wrong angle or whatever 
but he made the wrong call. And then, even less often, but sometimes the wrong call happens at the end of the game and it decides who wins. Like, you know, maybe it's the end of the game, the team that has 100, they're down one point, they have the ball, it's almost the end of the game, and they take a shot, and while they take a shot, they're fouled. You know, the opposing player hits them. And then if the referee just, you know, he didn't happen to see that or whatever, you know, basically, if the ball doesn't go in, then he should get another chance to score and tie up the game or win the game. But if the referee doesn't see it, then, well, too bad, so sad, you lose. And I think athletes, you know, they're like, you stole the election from me, referee. I mean, you stole the game. They might even get in the referee's face, like, I was fouled, I was fouled. But after the game, the athletes talk to the media, and they've all been told what to say, the correct thing to say. Not how you really feel. Ignore that, what you really say. This, and especially this happens in NFL football. Is what you say is, you know, we shouldn't, have been, it should, we shouldn't have let it be such a close game. If we wanted to win this game, we should have made it so we were up by more than one, you know, one play. That way it couldn't be decided by a referee. It's our fault for losing, you know. We accept our loss. We should have been up by enough that even if a referee makes a stupid call, we still win. So it's our fault. And, you know, I mean, that's basically right. It sucks. You can't take it back, though. You got to move on. And so you could kind of say that about elections. It's like, if someone interferes with your election, you should just make sure you have a big enough winning margin that their interference can't overturn it. But kind of the issue with that is that, like, you know, an NBA game, both teams start at zero, and you have no idea what score they're going to end up at. But with, like, the presidential election, we knew that it was 50-50 in you know, various battleground states. So, like, you know it was 50-50 already. Like, before the, before the game is played, you're like, this is going to be an exactly 50-50 game. So now it's like, boy, we hope, hope these refs don't mess up because they will be deciding it. Every one of these is going to be decided by the smallest of things. So if the refs do anything, if they put any weight on the scale, they're going to decide it. And I guess in my analogy here, like, the, the coaches of the team will be... Biden and Trump, you know, Biden's old, but he, he kept himself hidden away in a basement. So, you know, he did what he had to do. And Trump is a crazy person and he can't control himself. But anyways, that's how he ran his team. And then the teams are the Democratic voters and the Republican voters. But now who are the refs? Well, I'm going to say it's the FBI, at least in this case. I mean, you could say it's the government. And so the FBI had, you know, they, they, have, they have the laptop story from 2019. They knew it was true. They went to all the um, social media companies, said, be on the lookout for a false laptop story. So they knew they were lying. And then all the social media is like, oh, there's the false media la or false laptop story. They censored it. The election happened. We're still finding out stuff about it, you know, much later. People are still hiding their uh, involvement. No one has willingly come forward and say, yes, I suppressed that laptop story. I knew it was true. I hated Trump. I wanted him to lose. No one has, no one has spoken the truth, but that's, you know, all, all across Silicon Valley, that's what happened. Well, actually, that's not right. They didn't know it was true. They've been primed by the FBI to think it was false. And then some of them are like, I don't know if I trust the FBI. That, you know, that, that's what happened all across Silicon Valley. It's like, I don't know if, if their FBI is telling the truth. 
And then people high enough up in the company are like, uh, we're going to believe them. This time we're going to believe them. Let's take this analogy a little farther. Do not piss off the refs. Like in the NBA, the refs, they have discretion on when they call a foul. And famously, they used to, they or probably still do, they let, they let, um, famously, they let famous players get away with more. Like Michael Jordan could do stuff that another player would get called a foul. And it's not entirely because you're famous. It's also, Michael Jordan, he develops a rapport, a relationship with the refs over a long period of time. He, he, he kind of earns it. And then there are other players who do the opposite. I'm, I'm just going to say a name. It doesn't matter if you ever heard of him. But Rashid Wallace, he anti antagonized the refs at every moment. I just say him because he was a Portland Trailblazer who really got on the bad side of the refs. But anyways, anytime there was uh, any discretion involved, he would get the short end of the stick. And that's that's because he just generally pissed off the refs. You know, not just pissed them off at the beginning of the game, but he pissed them off for the whole season. He pissed them all off entirely. And so Trump, he's crazy. He's incompetent. He can't get nothing done. Ain't no wall being built. But every once in a while, I don't know, the, the sun would, you know, the sun shines on your ass once in your lifetime. And when, it, when Donald Trump very first became president, he made this, I don't know, this really strange maneuver. So let me ba take you back to 2016. The FBI basically rigged the election by accident. They weren't trying to. So that Donald Trump would win when they came out with a letter saying that Hillary Clinton had done some bad stuff. And it was like the last, the last thing that the news media reported on before the election was Hillary Clinton did some bad stuff, says the FBI. And then boom, she lost. And so James Comey, he's six foot eight, he was the head of the FBI. He just single-handedly, because it's always going to be 50-50, so any, any little adjustment makes one side or the other win, he just single-handedly made Donald Trump the president. And here we go. The first and only time that Donald Trump was effective, he got in there, he fired James Comey, who was incredibly popular with all the people who work at the FBI, and he single-handedly made the FBI hate him. I mean, Trump derangement syndrome would take years to accumulate where he could make so many people in, in America hate him. But he got the people in charge of the FBI to hate him, like, almost day one. And so the FBI is basically the federal government's police force. There's something called the U.S. Marshals. Those are cops who work for the court system, uh, the federal court system. And then the CIA, right, that's, that's our police force for the world. It's supposed to be that the CIA never works outside of America, or sorry, inside America, and I think the FBI is supposed to never work outside. Anyway, otherwise, otherwise you just have one thing. I think most countries just have one thing. You work inside, you work outside. You need someone assassinated, you got one group. But I heard this the other day. I think I think the number of people who work for the FBI, it's bigger than the Los Angeles Police Department, but smaller than the New York Police Department. So, I mean, it's big. They're big. There's a lot of FBI people, but it's it's like the size of a city's police department. It's not. I don't know. You might think it'd be much larger than that. It's not. And so basically, they're you know the FBI agents. They're they're basically cops and. You know, it's just like, a, you know, a cop, they're like a higher level of cop. A cop who has, you know, taken, gotten higher test scores than your average cop and, you know, gets some sort of six-figure pension, you know, when they retire. You know, like they're like super cops as far as making super amounts of money and, and having to jump super hurdles to get the job. 
Whether or not they do a super good job, uh, I don't know. And so here's the thing. Cops, super or not, they vote overwhelmingly Republican. So, you know, I'm sure more than half of the FBI agents voted for Trump in 2020. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if a whole bunch of them think the election was stolen. I mean, you know, that's just the kind of white male in his, you know, mid to late 40s and 50s. Um, just how they are, how they think. That's just how that demographic is. You know, but also what that demographic does is they do their job. They just do their job. And so the people high up in the FBI got pissed off by Donald Trump on day one, pretty much. And uh, they got their revenge. They got their revenge on him. I've been starting to get into a little bit of Kanye West. So I want to play this cover from the TV show Girls. It, do it makes us harder, better, faster, stronger. That, that, that don't kill me can only make me stronger. I need you to hurry up now, cause I can't wait much longer. Let's get lost tonight. You can be my white Kate Moss tonight. Play secretary, you're the boss tonight And you don't give a fuck what they all say, right? Bow in the presence of greatness Cause right now thou hast forsaken us You should be honored by my lateness That I would even show up to this fake shit So go ahead, go nuts, go ape shit Especially my pastels and my babe shit She's still going I know I got to be right now Cause I can't get much wronger Man, I've been waiting all night now That's how long I've been on ya Congrats on the 20,000, you guys, really. Congratulations. Woo! Guys, wasn't that fucking awesome? And so we knew it was going to be a 50-50 election. The FBI went in and put their thumb on the scale and got the result they wanted. What do you do with that information? And so I voted for Biden, but, you know, I wasn't going to be... I never had Trump derangement syndrome, so I wasn't going to be going crazy if Trump won. But now that I see how Trump reacts when he, at least as far as the votes and the ballots go, legitimately loses, um, and how stupid he acts after, when, when that happens... Um, you know, I really, I really wouldn't want Trump in there. And, you know, the funny thing is, is that, whatever, Trump is not going to be the next president. And the reason why is because he falsely said the votes and the ballots were stolen or rigged or whatever he says. I mean, you know, he was in charge of the FBI. Like, the, you, you get a time, there's a period where the election happens and Trump is still president. Like, you know, if he had a clue, which obviously he doesn't, he could have been like, okay, FBI, I force you to tell me how you rigged the election. And they probably would have had to do it. I mean, he would have had to fire and rehire and who knows what. I mean, he would have had to be very swift and have a high ability to control the government, which he never did, to do that. But, you know, that's, that's a possible thing. I think, I think I could have done that. If I had been Trump, I'd been like, okay, while I still control the government for however long it is, another month or two, let's find out all the involvement that the government did to make me lose. 
And then I would say to the American pu- public, hey, look, the FBI made me lose. This, this election was stolen. And if he would have said that, that would have been the truth. And maybe two years later, we'd be like, whatever, sorry. Four years later, he'd have a chance at winning. I guess that's one more reason that Trump should not be president. If you can't control your government good enough to stop it from making you lose, then maybe you deserve what you get. But, you know, the thing that I like to, whatever, scream from the rooftop, scream into the void, is what I hate is lies from the media. I hate hate how the media used to tell the American public the truth, and the American public could make their decisions based on true reality, and now they just do nothing but lie, even though the American public ignores their lies a lot of times. About half of America just ignores them, but they do nothing but lie. And so it just gets my goat, gets my dander up. I just don't like when people in power are not allowing information to get to the American public. And so, whatever. It gives me a lot of sympathy for, I'm not sure, not Trump himself, but just that side. The, you know, the losing side. The losing side in that election. I have a lot of sympathy for them because so much lying and withholding and blah, blah, blah was done to them. It just, it isn't fair. I don't like it. Twitter handle, at Anti-Woke Podcast, and thanks for listening.